Kia ora welcome back to another episode. Today I have, I say this every single time, a really exciting episode. Literally every single podcast episode starts like that. But um, I'm being serious, like for reals, an exciting episode. Um, today we're here with Rochelle and she comes from RMP Insurance. And we're going to be having some really interesting chats about insurance and talking about the different things that we should be considering when we're looking at insurance and I'm excited because I need to learn more about insurance so welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, How are you? I'm great. Um, We're in Tamaki today and it's good weather, good vibes and just had a V so we're all pumped. Good to go. Yeah, I've, <laughs> got, to go. I've got the coffee, so um, my second for the day. So I think, yeah, we're good to go. Cool. So tell us a bit about yourself and your journey with RMP Insurance. Um, when did the start? What's your favourite thing about working um, in the insurance sector? Tell me more. Yeah. Okay. So my name's Rochelle Rochelle Carley. Um, I am half owner of RMP Insurance. Um, shout out to Philly, who is the P in RMP. Um, RMP means risk and protection as well as Rochelle and Philly. Um, we've got a very good marketing team. <laughs> and we, when I say marketing team, they helped us set that up. Other than that, I'm the marketing team um, for <laughs> RMP. And I guess the journey started in, for me in finance mm-hmm. when I was, I want to say 19 in Australia. Um, I didn't grow up there, but I moved there Um I think when I was 18 and I wanted to get a real job. I had my daughter when I was very young, so I got pregnant at 16, decided to move to um, Australia, Perth, uh, where my mum and my sisters are, and um, they supported me getting into the workforce and I guess looking after myself. And um, I was working a couple of different jobs to be there for my daughter, Manaya. Um, but then at one point it just got so tiring, like I was mm. working nights and days mm. all shoved into a few days. Mm. And um, I was like, I think I need to go get a real job. So I started as a teller in banking. Ooh. Yeah. And so that was 2008. Yep. Uh, and then I came home. And when I say came home, I moved to Christchurch, um, which isn't home. I'm from the North Island. Um, and we, myself and my daughter, have made a life in Christchurch. We've been there for seven years. But I just did, I guess, through banking, I've gone from teller mm. to personal banker mm-hmm. to doing mortgages to being um, a business banker who did business lending. And I really, really loved that. And then Philly came to me. Um, she was in Christchurch doing insurance. She was in leadership. And she said, Rochelle, do you want to come work with us and study to be an advisor? Um, you clearly see insurance is an important thing mm. and we'd love to have you. So I went and worked under her as an advisor for a while. Then I guess RMP was like a COVID baby. We oh, cool. realised what was important. We're both mums. We've got children. Um, we're girl mums, by the way. <laughs> um, so Philly's got two girls. I've got my daughter, Manaya. Manaya's now 16. And... Uh, we just wanted to do it for ourselves um, and do, I guess we just wanted to do things the way that we wanted to do things. We wanted the lifestyle. We wanted to be with our families. We wanted to do insurance differently. Mm. And when I say differently, I mean we didn't want to be like, I guess I'll say it, like the pale, stale male <laughs> vibe that is in the industry, right? Yep. I mean, that's finance as a whole, but insurance, yeah. it is so much. And so for a woman, especially wahine Māori woman, for me to talk to anybody in finance, is, even though I was in finance, was mm. really scary yep. because I thought they were going to judge me. Yeah. Judge me for being a young mum, judge me for being, you know, not having as much money as them or knowing as much as them. Mm. So I then thought, 
and we both were in the same position of thinking we actually want to be there for people and have them be comfortable to come to us. So mm. the way that we, I guess, set RMP Insurance up is kind of has that um, ethos behind it. Yeah. Yeah, just making it easy. And then my favourite thing about being insurance is the people I get to meet, really. I know that sounds really like... <laughs> Does no. that sound like... I don't no, know what the that word sounds like me as well because I feel like we already have enough of exactly what you're talking about like we already have all of these um Pākehā men that are doing well with Pūtia mm. and we already have enough of them like so um big mahi to you for actually being there and having these corridor that we need to be having I think that like the impact of not having these corridor are so detrimental on our whānau and um on our iwi so yeah thank you for all of the mahi that you're doing um, I'm really excited today to get into a bit more of insurances and some of the different reasons why they might be important for whānau. So did you want to talk a little bit about the different types or different services um, RMP Insurance offers? Yeah, sure. So I guess technically, um, and a lot of people don't think of us like this, so we are financial advisors. Mm-hmm. We are accredited. We are registered. Um, we both have um, RMP Insurance is completely independent. So there's no man behind <laughs> the scenes. There's no one put that put in money. There's no one sitting behind there. There's no one controlling us. We're completely independent. We have our own license. Um, we're registered with the FMA. And so we did that because we don't want anything influencing the advice that we give our clients other than it's the best thing for them. Yeah. That's the way that we operate. So the services that we provide is advice mm-hmm. on life income, serious illness, um, and health insurance, as private health insurance. We can, um, well, Philly um, gives advice on KiwiSaver, mm-hmm. limited advice. And then we can point people in the right direction for what we call fire in general. So that's your home contents car. Give them hints and tips, which we'll do, I guess, in other episodes. Um as well as business insurance as well. I've got quite a few startup Pakihi Māori that I look after and it brings me so much joy talking to them and seeing them grow and just all the – it's very inspiring to mm. me to see. And like you said before, um, when you were saying thank you for being in this space, I think mm. I'll, like, I want to thank you as well. I think the conversations that we have as Māori people around money – just haven't ever been at this level that we're now at. Mm. You know, it hasn't and been. And it's on progress, you know. Right? And, and yeah. <laughs> I was watching this TikTok the other day and they were actually talking about that in itself. And I think the person started probably around the same time as you, around 2008. And they were saying that the they can see the shift in the conversations that they're having. Like we're talking about things today that wouldn't have been like normalised to have been talking about, you know, even 10 years ago when I was growing up, you know, my brother lives in London and so he comes home um, every say year or a couple of years and he always talks about the shift he sees, even when we're looking at, um, you know, I, I really can acknowledge that we're st- there's still lots to go, but we're looking at road signs that have, um, ingwa Māori on them now and yeah. you know on, on the news we're actually having like um, Māori ways to move on to the next thing and I just think that like there's so many things that we're doing really well at the moment and there's so much change and I, I love that for our people because we we really deserve that. Not to say that there isn't more to do because there definitely is but I, mean, I think it's, it's just a never ending like I, I would say and please not anyone get offended by this, but I'd say there's nothing more hard working and more intense and more busy 
than a Maori woman. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. I think, like, as mums, as business owners, like, we're just always innovating, always mm. trying to do better for our whanau and give the best that we can. Mm. You know, my whole life up until now, and I'm just, I have to go through life coaching to, so I don't have a midlife crisis at 30. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm 33 and I feel like I am going through one. Because my daughter's 16 mm. and she's growing up. My whole life has been to give her the best that I ever could. So I've just been, like, intensely trying to do better, learn better, mm. be better. And I, w- what happened was I felt like I'd, I went and I zoomed off, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like anyone was there with me. Mm. So the amount of times I've been the only woman in the room, yep. but the only brown person in the room, a yep. lot more common, and it still happens now. Mm. And I think, you know, and an interesting stat, 2% of financial advisors in Aotearoa identify as Māori or Pacifica. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening to this, where you at? Because we need to hang. But, um, <laughs> you know, we need to do stuff together and... Why would you, you know, if the way that we've been told and the way that we've grown up, we've been told we aren't good enough to be this, that yep. we weren't allowed to dream mm. or possibly think of that. Being Māori wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Now it's the best thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm so, so happy. It makes me a little bit emotional, but mm. so happy for my daughter that she gets to be proudly Māori and mm. move with that. Gen Z do not give a damn. Mm. They will tell you when something's wrong. Yeah. And they don't care what. You know, the older ones say, they're just like, yeah. whatever, that doesn't make sense, so I'm not doing it. And I'm like, all right, respect. Um, you know, and I just think from a from a business point of view, I am quite virtually unemployable now. Mm. Um, I couldn't be told what to do. I just think out of the box thinking, doing something different, pushing the boundaries yep. for our children, for our people. Um, and when I say our people, I link the Pacifica community mm. in here too because – when I think of my Māori and Pacifica clients, um, it's the feeling is like, like we end up being friends, honestly. I end up yeah. being friends with all of them. <laughs> I just want to give them a cuddle. like, yeah. And it's through a screen because often they live in the North Island and, yeah. and we're on Zoom or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, and, then, and everybody's on their own journey, their own well-being journey, which mm. includes mental, it includes, mm. includes physical, it includes all of that. And I'm like a massive cheerleader, so I'll jump in and be like, you know, I might follow them on Instagram and just, or send them messages and be like, I saw that you went for a walk this morning, or we might link watches and, you know, stuff like that where I'm like, yes, girl, like, get out there. I love that. Um, Because it's just, we're just relearning. Yeah. How to, or just, when I say relearning, I'm relearning how to think about things, but honestly, learning how to be who we are, unapologetically. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Sound like a like a um a political ad. Katie <laughs> Pie, we can we can do that. Yeah. Multi party hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so what has the journey been like for you in in having a Pakihi and being able to help people and what are some of the things that are important for you when it comes to insurance and like what are your business kind of values when it comes to this? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we don't have, you know when you go to like a corporate and mm-hmm. they've got like integrity yes. and, and just all the like, <laughs> like stars up on the wall yes. and, and like I love that, I, yeah. like you have to and that's a part of the No, thing. but like what's the real values? Yeah, 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 what's the real culture <laughs> yeah. there, what's the real feel? And really I guess the way that we are is is integrity is our main mm-hmm. that underpins probably everything that we do and mainly because this industry I mean, I don't want to talk against anything, but mm. because we shouldn't. But we, you know, I, I am happy to acknowledge. Not happy. 
I will acknowledge that it hasn't been the most transparent of industries mm. and it doesn't um, and sometimes you know there's there's a bad egg that does the wrong thing and this and they're still out there mm. and so I think integrity for us is really important and that it doesn't matter what we get out of an interaction with a client or what mm. we do for them all that matters is that it's the right thing for them mm. and sometimes that's not us we're going to be everybody's, cu- you know, cup of tea, um, <laughs> and we won't like. But when we do click with our clients, we're going to do the right thing and give them the right cover. You know, I had somebody come to me that said, "Can you just give me a second look on this? Because mm. I saw you and I feel like we vibe, but yeah. but I've I've been given advice before this, and I just want you to look at this for me. And I will tell the truth. I'll say, "Hey, yep, that looks good. What you've done is right. Are you happy? Whatever. Yep, sweet. Off you go." Mm. That person came back and was like, "No, I want you," um, and and that's that's fine. But um, I've also had someone come to me and say, "Is this right?" And I'm like, "No, that's." And these are the reasons why. Yeah, you can't afford it. Yeah. It's actually going to um, put you in a position of not being able to afford the things that you want in life, mm. um, not being able to save for a house, which was really important to you. When it comes to insurance, yes, you need to protect your whanau and you, and you need to protect yourself. But what is the point in? protecting a lifestyle that you actually can't live the way that you want to. Mm. Um, so it is actually a delicate balance between budget and risk. Mm. Um, as a single mum, I have always, since I, I was 18, I think, I've always had insurance at different levels and I've built on it over time. Mm. Um, and no, it's never been cheap. There's been times that it's been really, really tough and I've gotten behind on my insurance and I've had to fix it you know fix it up or, or do something like that but I've always had it knowing there's only me mm. I don't have a backstop then she doesn't have one I'm it yeah. so that's the way that I saw it and so a lot of my clients are, um, are single mamas mm. um, and they come to me I don't even know how it happens because when people come to us at RMP, they might come via Instagram or they might come out through our website Philly and I just basically just go one for one yeah oh this you take care of them you take care of them and that's how it pans out I get all the single mums. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't, I, it's like the universe is like, you need to look after them because you can relate and it yeah. makes sense. So we, in insurance, we lead with empathy. Um, integrity, empathy, oh, sorry, in R&P insurance, integrity and empathy. Um, and we just like to have a good time. <laughs> so like, I I guess if someone said to us, you make insurance fun. Yeah, I was reading this <laughs> review where um, someone was saying exactly that about RMP insurance and that um, you guys made insurance fun. And as a follower of the Instagram page, I think that too. I actually like genuinely love following the page. Like it's just a way to just like really just make it fun. Really that because I think even in finance and insurance and all of these copa they're really boring. Like, you know, when you're just <laughs> looking at it, we need people to be actually, like, spicing it up to make it, like, exciting and actually make us want to look at it. Like, because a lot of the time we don't. We're like, oh, another day. I'll do that, I'll do that tomorrow. There's so much paperwork, right? Yeah. And so many words, that, like, big words as well. And, I mean, I don't speak like that. Mm. Like, and so I'm really good, and this is the way my brain works, and I think we're talking about this. We went to dinner last night, everybody. Um, <laughs> White and Wong's viaduct, very nice. Oh, yes. Yeah, very good. Um but we were talking about this last night around um, the way that our minds work and, and being able to, uh, like I can skim read mm. a um, policy document really quickly and know exactly what's in there, what isn't there. Yep. That's a skill 
Mm. that not many people have mm. so me being an advisor it's really handy because I can be like no nah, that's not good yeah. or that's really good and these are the reasons why and this is why it's good for you yeah. that takes me five minutes as opposed to you months because you just keep putting it on the back burner because I don't want to read that like mm. it, it becomes like a mind thing once you're in it it's fine it's like I saw the other day was it Sarah Kelsey from the One Up Project she said it's like starting a, um, a uni assignment mm. like you avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. But once you get in there, you're there for a while. Yep. So a lot of people with insurance are just like, oh. And it is, I guess, if you do it yourself and you start looking through it all, it's boring. Um, <laughs> like, And it's also a little bit depressing because mm. you're thinking about all the things that could go wrong instead of like living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> so the way, that we do, the way that we do it is insurance is plan B. Let us put a plan B in place for you that suits you, mm-hmm. your budget, your whanau how you feel about risk because what I need and what you need is completely different. I'm 33, you're 19. Um, the values behind it, how you grow up, what you feel, what your relationship with money is like, mm. is all going to be contribute to mm. that and we just get to know you to find that out. Mm-hmm. So I think the fun side of it is that we're just like normal people. Like we live too. We like to dance around on Instagram. Yeah, we, <laughs> we make, we're just ourselves. Yep. I think that's... Um, the big thing and no no job um, or something such a financial big financial decision should be that boring no like buying a house isn't that boring it's very stressful I hear but <laughs> you know it's not it's not boring and we've all got different ways of looking at things mm, mm. yeah so we have a few episodes planned and we're going to be covering um, we're going to be going really in detail about the different insurances available but for now, why do you think insurance is important and why is it something we should be considering? Yes. So insurance as a whole is basically protecting you against financial loss. Like mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. So it's um, a lot of the time it's easy for us to think about insurance of protecting our things. Mm. So, oh, I want to insure my car or my house or my content, um, my pet when I travel. Yep. Um, what else is there? Your business. Mm. Um, the one that's least talked about and less liked um, mm. is what I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is take one for the team. Yeah, right, right. And I'm like, honestly, you got to be tough to be in this industry because people just always say no to you and, and they don't like it. No one likes insurance or wants to pay for it, but especially this type. But life and health insurances, um, income protection, all of that. When you claim on it, though, and I have, I've claimed on it a lot. Mm. Um, especially health insurance, it's you do see the value in it. But the reason I think we should have it, especially as, um, uh, I guess, Māori and, and Pacifica people, what happens to us and our things doesn't just affect us. We mm. are a community and we work. We're not individual, mm, if that mm. makes Yeah, and when one, one person, well, this is how I think of it at least, you know, when yeah. one of us is sick, it's the rest of the whānau that steps in to look after you. And so if we're looking after ourselves, then... We're actually helping everyone by, you know, not having to um, put that on other people, I guess, yeah. is, is one way to think of it. Oh, it's just looking after, not just yourself, but you're looking after your whānau. And it's just, you know, if somebody passes away in a whānau, will, will you lose that income? Mm. For And that does directly affect a lot of people. I'm not saying in every single scenario, because that would be very general, but mm. in general, there is going to be those scenarios and I'm just even talking down to travel insurance Mm. you know if you miss a flight um 
if you uh, lose your suitcase, all of that type of stuff, someone else might have to step in to pay for those. These are just mm. ways of keeping independence yeah. and kind of taking care of yourself because you can. Yeah. Um, and I think the can part is really important. So I'm not sitting here saying, hey, you can't afford to do the shopping. Mm. But go get some insurance, you know. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to live. Yeah. I want you to live. But I think if you are getting yourself, and if you're listening to this podcast, clearly you are wanting to improve your financial mm. well-being. The insurance is a very important part of that. If you get yourself, you know, if you get yourself to this point, and again, something we were discussing last night is if you get yourself to this point where you're out of the, you know, how I guess they say as Indigenous people, we start, we start back here when we're born. Yeah. So if you have managed to somehow work so hard, reteach, learn, push through what everybody thinks of you and um, and all of that, and bring yourself to here, and you're earning a living wage, and you're you know you're not living in survival mode anymore. Maybe Why a little bit. Why would you bit. want to risk it? I just yeah. yeah. Where's the you know if you look mm. back, like protect it, protect yeah. what you've done there. And I'm not I'm and I'm talking in all things, your things, your pets. When you travel, if you need to go, um, you know, if you need access to the public health, mm. sorry, to the private health system, if yep. you need medical care, like there's so many things in that um, individually that I, I guess when we do the other episodes, I'll touch it on more. But it's just protect it. Really, it's to protect your whanau mm. as a whole. It doesn't matter what type of insurance it is. Where you start on the ladder, you'll figure out what's most important to you, and that's where you start, and then you'll slowly move through it. Um, and get to the point where, like me, you have everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, and claiming on it, like, I've claimed on a few few different things in my mm-hmm. time. So travel insurance, most yep. recently. Um, in January, I went to the Gold Coast. So my partner Nick's family, or um, his dad's side of the family, lived there. So we went there for a bit. And then we went to Perth, where my mum, I've got three sisters, I'm the youngest. And a million nieces and nephews, love them to pieces. Um, and we went to Perth, very hot to there, by the way. Uh, but on the way back, I lost my headphones, oh. and so they were Beats, so yep. obviously not cheap headphones. Yeah. Um, and my daughter lost hers too. Oh wow! Um, pods, um, Apple Pods or whatever they're called. So I went to go claim on my contents insurance, and then I was like, hold on, I don't actually know where I lost them. So yeah. technically, if it probably was in Australia or in the air. So they were like. <laughs> you're only protected in New Zealand. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And they were like, do you have travel insurance? I was like, you know what? I do. <laughs> I'm an insurance broker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should know. I did, yeah. yeah, I did get that one. Um, so I claimed on that $100 I paid towards it. That was my excess. Yep. And they paid me out. It was very quick and easy. And then I had to downgrade to Apple Pods um, because I lost the excess. But yep. it was, um, and we both got new headphones. So that's also, like, and that's at a very simple level. Yeah. The other side of it is that I have, endometriosis oh me too endo sisters oh. <laughs> i don't know if that's what we want to be <laughs> no <laughs> so painful. not cool <laughs> yeah um so my health insurance claims for that are out the gate yeah um i am actually due to go and have another surgery so ever since i turned 30 i've had a surgery like every year wow yeah way to make you feel old right <laughs> um all different ones so the first one um was around, and this is something that I really want to bring home as well, and I know this isn't about health, but um, I'm really big on it, is 
get regular smears done. Mm-hmm. Um, I left mine about six months too late, mm-hmm. went and got a checkup in uh, 2019 and was probably one step away from having cervical cancer. Wow. So I um, had to have a surgery, went through a few things. I'm, I was fine, mm-hmm. but it was very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Again, being a single parent, I was yep. like, oh, my God. Um, You're it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm it. I mean, I had all the insurance, but nothing replaces a mama. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I got that all sorted and I'm very... I guess when it comes to women's health, I'm all on board for whatever is needs to be done. It is very invasive. I get mm. that, but um, it keeps me alive. Yeah. And um, endometriosis surgery I had last year, and it's all coming back now, and it's quite traumatic for me to have to deal because it's a daily mm. struggle, yes. and I don't want to take painkillers every day. I don't want to lie in bed every day. Oh my gosh, we're like on the <laughs> same thing because that's exactly it, and I think. Um, funnily enough, I ended up getting health insurance like recently, but I, which is something that I was gonna have a corridor with you about. But I was diagnosed with endo before I got it, mm-hmm. and so from my understanding, it's not covered. We will. Uh, I'm gonna give you advice. Yeah. Um, off camera and off, <laughs> like off, yeah. the re- off the record. Um, however, there is insurance companies that will provide you a cover that will cover you for pre-existing conditions oh. after three years. Yep. There's some conditions that will always be excluded, mm-hmm. um, generally, namely cancer, joint issues, back issues, because they almost always come back. Mm. But with endo, yes, there will be somebody. So I'll have a look at that for you oh. and review it um, okay. and just make sure that it is suitable. Because endo, um, even if you do get on the public list and mm. you get a surgery, I'm um, mm. just a ex- prime example here. I got one about nine months ago mm. and it's already coming back and starting to – it's nowhere near the level that it was. Mm-hmm. But there's like in me a little bit of PTSD, like, mm. oh my God, I'm going to end up back in that same position, mm. you know, weight gain yep. and pain every day, yep. feeling tired. Mm. One week out of the month, I was like, yeah, I'm a normal mm. person. And that yep. was about it. Yep. Um, so I'm a gynecologist and I'm real tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just go see her. Like, I don't have to go to my GP and get a referral. I don't have to jump through any hoops. Mm. I just go see um, my gynecologist. I just book an appointment. I go see her and I say, this is what I want to do or this is what I think is happening. Mm. Um, I finished having children. I am happy with my one. Mm. Um, She's amazing. And so I will be getting a hysterectomy in a couple of months um, Mm. because that's going to help me on my journey to wellness and balancing hormones and Mm. sorting all of that stuff out. But if I was going through the public system, I mean Mm. – I spoke to somebody the other day, four months, sorry, four months, four years, yeah. <laughs> not months, months is fine. Um, four years she's been waiting mm. to get a hysterectomy and is in pain all the time. Wow. And that's exactly like me, which is I'm so open on thing. But um, when I got um, diagnosed with it, basically like I crossed the threshold and I'm too obese to have the surgery for it. And so I have to lose weight to be able to get the surgery for it. And so that's when I started looking into health insurance and stuff and some of the different pathways forward for that. And I think that's a really big one because for me, I as a business owner, when I'm not working or even as a business owner and I'm working and I'm studying, um, not being able to do those things because I'm sore and because I'm in bed and because I'm tired from it, um, they prevent me from like living my life to the level I want to. And so that's one thing I think that it's really important that should okay. be you know talked about more is one you know if we can't prevent some things from happening, but how can we best like with that with knowing this information, how can we best move forward with that? Yeah. Mm. It's like a massive impact on your lifestyle. Like, life's hard enough. Yeah. 
right? Like, and I think um, even, you know, uh, like I guess our own experiences aside, you just look at like the stats Mm. for the health stats for Māori. We're always at the the wrong end of it. Yeah. They're always high Mm. in the wrong space, Mm -hmm. yet we're a lower percentage of the population. So for me, I'm thinking, okay, oh, maybe I think a lot of people will have this pre, you know, this this view that, oh, they need to do something about it. Mm. Well, I mean, must be nice to be able to just be able to think that way. It's just not the truth, is mm. it? And ways of healthy living, mm. being able to eat well, all of that stuff is a privilege. Mm. So the way that I – and then you're battling with a GP that might not even have your back. Yep. And I've and I've gone through those experiences of, you know, really trying to um, look after myself, invest in myself, and blah blah blah, going to the doctors and stuff. But when you go to the doctors and the help they give isn't helpful, you know, there's been times that I've gone to the doctors to try and things. He literally printed off a, a calorie counter for me, and I was like, I could just like go on TikTok and find this. Like, it's just unhelpful. And so that's exactly why I looked at health insurance. So, for you, what do you think the benefits are of that specifically yeah so I think being able to advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. is a big thing um that's it really I mean the the stats are there like it's you could say what you want but stats don't lie and they're Mm -hmm. there and 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 clearly we're not being listened there's so many clients I speak to that are just like oh I just don't get listened to Mm. um and even I think around the endo side of things, for women, often we're told, oh, you're fine, it's just your period. Like it's, you know, just, yeah. the, just the move on, harden up. I'm sorry, but we are strong. Mm. You know, we have children, mm. we do all the things. Like I just think that that's not how we should live. So I think being able to advocate for yourself is really good. And honestly, I learned how to do it because I'm in this job. Mm. I've learned so much because I have to ask everybody's health. I know more about people than they almost know about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, obviously that's completely private, but it's, I guess, the benefit of being able to advocate for yourself and being able to look after yourself and being able to seek the right treatment and support mm. is really important. And there's a lot of insurance companies that will also have like little inbuilt benefits mm-hmm. for free on top of your policy that will help you with wellness. Mm. That that will um, they might have a health and wellness program. They might even have some free mental health support. Like there's just so many things in that that I don't think people realise. Mm. Um, and one thing I will say is that the advice that I give, mm-hmm. and when I help people, I do not charge fees. I just need to make that very clear because people think I do, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think it's because I say financial advisor, and they're like, oh, she must she must take my money. <laughs> um, I do not. Some advisors might do it, and they're yeah. allowed to, but I do not. Um, I'm paid commission. We all are. By yep. insurance companies when we put cover in place. We will tell you what that commission is going to be. We're mm. very transparent. We being R&P. Yep. Um, but we don't charge fees. So when people want to talk to someone about this stuff, you can do it without any obligation or yeah. worry or, or whatever of thinking you're going to have to pay for something. All you'll pay for is the insurance that you have agreed to put in place. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think that wellness stuff and the health stuff when we when we get into it in yeah. the next episode we'll definitely yeah there's some more to share there cool so if someone's looking to um maybe they haven't got insurance maybe they do have insurance and they have some questions about what they have yeah. um what should they do yes so i guess find yourself an advisor that you connect with 
that you trust mm-hmm. to point you in the right direction. So um, that could be that could be us. Well, we might not be a cup of tea, and that's fine mm-hmm. also. But find somebody else. If you don't connect with them, you're not going to be honest and upfront with mm-hmm. them with budget yep. or your health. Mm-hmm. And that could, both of those can have serious consequences of your cover. Um, yeah, so just that. Find yourself an advisor that you trust, that you connect with. If you need other little things, so eventually you want to buy a house mm. or you need investment advice mm-hmm. um, or, I don't know, content, car insurance for, you know, something else. These people will generally be able to connect you with like-minded people because we're all, yeah. we've got a really good little... We're all friends. We're all, <laughs> yeah, we've got a little network of cool people. Um, I put that in inverted commas because we all think we're cool. Um <laughs> Of people that we work with that we know will take care of our clients. I've got a client in Palmy that I talked with and she was like, I want to buy a house. I was like, cool, go see this person in Palmy. She's a mortgage advisor. She'll be amazing. And she took amazing care of it. And just because I know, like I trust, if I didn't know, I wouldn't say, if I didn't trust. Um, So, yeah, go get yourself an advisor and, um, yeah, that you can connect with. Cool. So how can someone contact you or Philly from R&P? Yes, so um, we have our website, which is randpinsurance.co.nz. So that's R-A-N-D-P insurance. And then otherwise, if you wanted to have a little bit of a stalk first and get to know us a bit, I reckon Instagram's my best. I, I actually did that too. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> it's the best way to go. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a lot on there. So that's at R&P insurance. Um, and then you can scroll through, follow along, get to know us a little bit before you reach out. Like we've got people that have followed us for the last couple of years that only reach out now. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. Yeah, it's like building that relationship. And I think that's like a really good thing to do. Like as um, much as, you know, I work with different brands and and I do all of this stuff, I think everyone should be doing their own due diligence. Like actually like look into um, people before you work with them or or have a um, consultation to actually just have a corridor and get to know someone um, because you don't have to sign up for anything before um, getting to know someone and just having a, a brief corded or, or you yeah. know whatever it might be to make you feel comfortable before signing up for anything um, yeah yeah absolutely and then like just pick us an email if you if, if you're even not sure yeah um, we can review existing stuff as well um, mm-hmm. or take it over or help you it's a um, a very long-term relationship like some people will have insurance for like 30 years well so we're gonna grow all together <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, Rochelle, for joining us on our first episode. I'm excited to be doing um, a few more with you to get into some more details of insurance. Um, but thank you, RMP Insurance, for sponsoring these episodes and come back for episode two.